Three, two, one. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of the Unbelievable... I got the name wrong the first it's time, fine. and you know what? We're going to leave it in. Welcome to the first episode of the Unbelievably Broadcast. Um, I am Farron, aka the Nodologist, or Great Value Garfield, or whatever, because I have too many social media <laughs> platforms. I don't know why I didn't just pick one name. You could never have enough, you know. No. And I'm here with uh, my co-host and very good boyfriend... Oh, that, that no, not a boyfriend. Well, oh no, <laughs> winks. Oh god, I meant boys in B O I because I can't. Okay, Jack. <laughs> Hello. This is already going I'm, so well. I am Farron's boyfriend, long-time oh, partner. <laughs> also, aka that's your boy, and that's it. I yeah. have many social media handles. Okay, well, I guess that's a good. I feel start. like you've handle shamed me now. I feel like I need more. You need more because I just have the one. I don't know because like it's 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 an absolute nightmare having to keep up with. <laughs> different names uh, anyway That's a fair point <laughs> so today uh we're just gonna you know as the name suggests uh this podcast uh where we talk about movies tv shows video games comic books anything of the sort like that so that's why it's the broadcast and also it's a pun because broadcast anyway mm-hmm. um you came up with that yeah it's clever <laughs> yeah. anyway I think I, you I'm, I'm free for parties bar mitzvahs <laughs> cool you know i'll write puns for anyone okay. okay i don't know why you need them for parties that's a fair point if it was like a like a, a pun, a pun party. party. Actually, imagine that, like, you just at, like, Pizza Hut and Little Timmy's like, oh, this is great, but where are the puns? Like, that's where I come in handy. <laughs> you need puns for, like, your fifth birthday. I'm like, actually. <laughs> so, so uh, we're going to split this up into news, mini-reviews, and then we'll have a subject um, for, you know, the main the main topic of discussion. Mm-hmm. Um so, which you'll find out in a bit once we get going. It's a surprise. Yeah. So, first of all, um, news. This is going way back to the end of July now. Uh, Jodie Whittaker and Chris Chibnall are leaving Doctor Who. Big rip. Um, so, first of all, uh, what was your initial reaction upon hearing this news? Um, to be honest, I'm not a fan of Chibbers. No, so, I feel like we I was kind of like, yeah, I kind of had a little part, like a little dance yeah. when, he, when he said he was leaving. But oh, actually, yeah. I'm kind of sad Jodie's leaving. So am I, actually. Yeah, because I feel like she's not a bad actor. No. She's just had bad writing. Yeah. I feel the same way for, like, Bradley and Yaz and Ryan and everyone. I feel like they're good actors. Mm. And that someone who's a good writer really could have done something cool. Yeah. Um, With, like, kind of like a classic Who kind of setup of, like, three companions yeah, and a doctor. Yeah, that is very classic Who. We haven't had a traditional TARDIS team since... I don't know. It, it, it depends because we've had them in and out in the new series. Obviously, we had Amy and Rory and River mm-hmm. um, in that series six. We had um, Doctor Martha and Captain Jack, but that was only for the last episode, the last few episodes of series three. Yeah. So we haven't had like a straight head TARDIS team since classic Doctor Who. Well, so I that's think. what I'm saying. And yeah. I feel like they could have done so much with that. And I'm kind of sad she's leaving before mm-hmm. they get a new showrunner because I would really yeah. like to see her Doctor with like. A good, a good writer. A good writer. <laughs> um, Sorry, Chibless. <laughs> that's, yeah, no, you, you kind of, yeah, you, I, I feel exactly the same way. I think mm. Jodie has been a great ambassador for the show, mm. but it seems like the BBC aren't really giving her the time of day because she's not on a lot of the merchandise or anything. And that's they have point. been like bringing Tenant back for comics and big Finnish audios. And it's, it, it became like a big joke on Twitter, um, like last year. Where like they were they were just releasing so much tenant stuff mm-hmm. and like Time Lord Victorious and everything. Did you know about yeah, that? Yeah, I know yeah. about Time Lord Victorious, yeah. Yeah, and that's focusing around tenant, nothing to do with Jodie. And it's like, why aren't you doing stuff with Jodie? This is your face of the show. That's a fair point. And you're not doing anything 
to promote her as the face of the show. It's, it's a bit weird if you think about it, especially that kind of they were like, this is the one we're like, we're breaking it up. Like yeah. we're getting a female doctor and everything. And they didn't really run with that. It's a bit no. strange. It is a bit weird. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I, it's a shame Jodie's leaving. Because again, I would have liked to have seen what she would have done uh, with the new showrunner. But it was rumoured yeah, that she was leaving for a while. I wasn't expecting Chimnall to leave this soon. Same actually, yeah. And I've heard a lot of people say that like, oh, well, they only just got here, didn't they? But it's been, it's, Jodie's going to be the second longest running doctor after this. Really? I think so, yeah, because, um, it would be about like five years since her first appearance in Twice Upon a Time. That's mad. Though. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's so, really mad. Yeah. So she's rivaling David Tennant with her, with her time on Doctor Who. Um, but yeah, we pretty much feel the same about this. It's old news. Who do you yeah, think, yeah. <laughs> just speculate, who, who, showrunner doctor ideally? Who do you think? It would be? Well, I think that whole that whole that whole biz around the Firefly guy doing Doctor Who. It's Firefly. I thought it was. Um, was it Firefly? No, it was. Um, or was it a different thing? It was Babylon Five. Oh no, that I think. It. I think yeah. Yeah, the space guy, J. Like, Michael Krasinski. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's yeah, right. I think, um, yeah, that's but yeah, that guy, not Firefly then. No. Um, but like, I think he genuinely could be a. Show yeah, runner. and he wants to do it. That's the thing, and yeah. like Doctor Who rarely gets like. Because, like, you know, BBC budget and all that. And mm. they rarely get, like, mad good Hollywood writers. Yeah. Yeah. And he's an established name and everything. Exactly. Like, And um, I feel like that would be really good. Because when they got, like, mad good writers, like, obviously, like, just thinking back just a little bit, like, Moffat and Mark Gates and stuff. Mm. Like, they were some great episodes. Yeah. So I feel like if they got a writer that was super well established. Yeah. Um, and has done sci-fi before. Yeah. A experienced sci-fi veteran. No, definitely. Yeah. The, and someone who, like, loves the show. Because yeah. that's very important. Um, I think it could really work. I, I, yeah, I, I feel like I feel like he could bring it back to the more like classic who sensibilities, possibly. No, um, you know, possibly like I'm I'm thinking like Davison era. I know not a lot of people are keen on that era of the show, but I feel like that kind of style, like you know, kind of eighties Doctor Who, which I do have a soft spot for. It is um, pretty great eighties <laughs> Doctor Who. Um, so I that, I know it's, it's here's the thing with him. I don't think he'll make it to everybody's taste, True. but. I think it's something that would be quite interesting to see anyway. No, definitely. And I feel like... Controls. No, definitely. And I feel like it would be nice to have something that's maybe a little more kind of out there with it. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like one Doctor of the... Doctor Who's been very... Earthbound. Definitely. In the Jodie era. A hundred percent. It's been very earthbound and I feel like they've really tried to like push trying to relate to people mm. because the thing is, I feel like because, you know... Oh, everyone, you know, most people love Doctor Who, but I feel like they were thinking, oh, you know, less people are watching us now. Mm. We need to make us as reliable as possible. Yeah. And they, they yeah. went, they, there were some, some moments when they did it well and some moments where it completely failed. So. And, and Doctor Who's always been very human. We, we rewatched An Earthly Child, like, oh, yeah. this, just this past week. And like, just going back, it's all about Ian and Barbara. And, <laughs> the, and it's through their eyes and they're very, they're very, they have very human interactions. And it's a great episode. Mm -hmm. I feel like it still stands the test of time. The rest of that story is a bit, yeah, a bit a iffy bit on iffy the, the cavemen. <laughs> but, um, that first episode is great. No, and, literally. and, uh, yeah, so Doctor Who's always been very human, but it's what it, I feel like it's human mixed with the, with, with the settings and it's human, like it's through the eyes of humans. And this lot and experiencing this larger than life world. No, it, it's not human because it's set on Earth all the time. Mm -hmm. And especially with series twelve, I feel like I mean I didn't rewatch any of that series, but just from my recollection, most of the episodes. I know you didn't watch series twelve. No, I didn't because you kind of gave up on it, which I don't mind for to be honest. <laughs> yeah. um, 
but a lot of the episodes in that series were very earthbound and they 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 most of them took place on earth mm-hmm. like whether it be in the past or the present well i feel like in, just straight away and you've already kind of given up on the things your show yeah. could do and doctor who's always about you know exploration and adventure and yeah stuff. And, they're literally and they're not utilizing that premise enough no not at all and yeah, I, I feel like, I do like Earthbound stories, but I feel like they need to probably come, you know, once, twice a season. Yeah. Because, like, if you're running, like, a sci-fi show, mm. you could literally go anywhere in your imagination. And you I know, know people are going to say, well, a lot of the Pertwee era was set on Earth, but the thing is, it's true, that, had, that had good writers. <laughs> and yeah, that's the difference. Yeah, yeah. like, and just, and, that, and don't get me wrong, that's one of my favourite eras of the show, mm. right? It's a great era. Yeah, and it, but, but it's because you've got, but again, they did something different with it. It's not like, and, and the characters are interesting. Love the Brigadier. Love Liz Shaw. You know, love Joe Grant. They're all great. And it's like, and, and of course, like the alien threats come to them. So you've got, so you've still got science fiction. And, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, towards the end of his era, he did go to space and stuff. <laughs> um, so that was fun. You know, you got like, um, Carnival of Monsters and stuff like that and the memoir and everything. But, um, so Earthbound stories, they can work, but, only if you've got good writers, <laughs> which true. sounds obvious, but like the characters in the 70s were interesting enough that we wanted to stay on Earth with them. No, definitely. Whereas now they're just boring. No, we don't want to stay with them. <laughs> so not at all. And like, I mean, yeah. even then, yeah, they're just not very interesting characters. And I feel like if you're going to work with such a limited setting yeah. of staying on Earth, the characters need to be interesting. Yeah, the characters need to be great. The writing needs to be great. And, uh, you know, it's been about like that. That's how I describe it. Yeah. Next Doctor, who do you think could be... Uh, do we said that woman from um, Black Mirror? I don't know what her name is. Yeah, I'm not sure. Or the... I'm not sure. The actress who did um, Bubblegum? Yeah. I think she'd make a great Doctor. Yeah. I think she'd... Because she's funny. Because that show's like kind of like Fleabag in a way. I haven't seen it, but yeah. I've seen little bits of it. And mm-hmm. it's kind of got a few Fleabag sensibilities. Like she'll look to the camera and make jokes to the audience okay, and stuff. Yeah. And like... That's very, that's, yeah. Doctor yeah. always been a bit, I feel like Doctor can be a bit meta every now and again. No, definitely. Funny. But I feel like she, she'd bring the comedy, she'd bring the good acting and like the personality. So yeah. I think it could really work. Uh, I did think the two main people from the most recent Line of Duty series, mm-hmm. um, one of them was in This Is England as well. Um, they could be good, but I yeah. feel like they might be a bit flat. I was about to say, I have two series. Cause since Line of Duty is such a serious show, mm-hmm. I, Again, I do like a serious doctor, but mm. I feel like you need to bring a little bit of comedy to it. Yeah, like like Hartnell was a serious doctor, but he was serious in a way where it was like he was very like he was he was he was granddad serious. He no, wasn't yeah, like yeah. stern police officer serious. But no, that yeah, could yeah. be interesting. We never know. Again, yeah, yeah. they could make anything work. That's true. It could be really nice to see like a completely dead serious doctor. Yeah. But then again, if the writing's not great, no. it might just be five minutes of. So it could, it get, yeah, kind of get thing. Boring. Yeah, yeah. It they could wouldn't get have. They, they need to have a sense of like. You know, wonder and awe and adventure. Because even with Capaldi, even though like in series eight, mm-hmm. he was serious, but he was still like, and he was, but he still had this and sense of adventure. But it was kind of like a jaded sense of adventure, where it was like, I don't want to go there. That's boring. Yeah, let's go here instead. <laughs> and then Clara would just be like, No, I want to go here. It's more interesting here. You know, and yeah. it's like, oh, fuck. like <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah. So. um I feel like we've talked enough about that. Yeah, that's cool. uh, people know about that. But there's our thoughts. Uh, along with that, we a uh, week before that, actually, we got a trailer for Series 13. Yeah, you watched this. I did, yeah. Uh, it's going to be one single story, kind of in the vein of Trial of a Time Lord, Keats Time Lord, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's great. Yeah, I love that idea. Because, yeah, I think yeah. it's really great when, like... Experiment. Yeah, what's format. usually... Yeah, what's usually a serial show as well, like... 
yeah. or comes along the form thing. I, I think could really work. Mm-hmm. But then again, you got Chibnall writing. Yes, so true. Remember, I mean, if it, if this was Moffat, I'd be like, that's great. Like that's no, like, oh, fantastic. So like, my life. Yeah. But with Chibnall, I'm cautiously optimistic. Same. Looking forward to it. Oh no, definitely. But who knows? Uh, I mean, I'm not going to yeah. prejudge it. But you know, there's been some episodes of his where I couldn't sit through just the one episode because they kind of yeah. drag. So I feel like. If that happened, that's yeah, yeah, that's and if it's point. like long form dragged, I don't know. But yeah. again, I, I'm still hyped for it. Yeah, it should be really cool. That's good. Um, Star Wars Visions got a trailer. I haven't actually seen this. One, no, but um, it sounds it, the way yeah. you described it to me for the podcast. It sounds really, really cool. Yeah, we we talked about this um, two minutes ago before we started recording. Um, this kind of flew under the radar, and it it's basically anime Star Wars. Um, which, which sounds great. Yeah, no, that that's that's incredible. And like, I saw this trailer and it looks fantastic. It looks really good. And I feel like ever since, you know, What If took off mm. and they're like, well, I don't know, we'll, we'll get to What If. Um, <laughs> that's coming later. Yeah. Um, but like ever since Marvel announced What If, it's kind of like, I feel like Star Wars in recent years has been trying to copy Marvel in a way. I know they're both owned by Disney, mm-hmm. but I don't, and I don't know if that's just like the Disney corporate overlords trying to make everything, you know, the same. <laughs> yeah. Or like, or, or you know, because they're two different production teams at the end of the day, and that's there's a crossover there. Um, but, I don't know, it's it's kind of like trying to copy, you know, Marvel. Uh, yeah. I, but I feel like, I feel like this could be something really special. No, definitely. I think it could be really, really cool. Because mm. I feel like Star Wars I don't know if it's an unpopular opinion, but I feel like it's kind of lost its way in recent years. No, yeah, I yeah. agree. So I think, like, if this could be solid, yeah. that would be awesome. Yeah. I think it could bring a lot of people kind of... But you haven't seen um, Mandalorian, have you? No. No, Mandalorian's great. Um, but like, I've listened to the score, which is great. Oh, yeah, the score's brilliant. Oh, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah, but, um, yeah Mandalorian's a really good show. Um, so, and, and I'm a fan of the Star Wars shows, so that's good. And I, I'm glad to see that they're... You know, experimenting with it, and, no, and no. that's that's good, and that's that's what we need right now. The current Hollywood climate is more experimental stuff, I think. No, definitely. Um, so not a lot to talk about. Um, it looks really cool. You haven't seen the trailer, <laughs> but, um, but it sounds cool. To take take my word for it, it looks <laughs> cool. Um, uh, anyway, uh, then last bit of news we're going to talk about: the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer uh, broke the bloody internet, literally um, the whole thing. <laughs> it got leaked. So this was a few weeks ago now, mm-hmm. and, and it, it got leaked and on the Monday. And I woke up on Monday morning, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <It's here. laughs> the Spider-Man trailer leaked. And um, there has been some, some speculation that, like, Disney or Sony leaked it themselves, which I wouldn't be... Cause, like, well, you never know. Yeah, and it's like, well, they surely they have that on, like, top, top, top security no definitely like you can't just pick that up just off a usb no, drive or something no and, and it's, it's a possibility that it got leaked but uh then again the 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 youtube version the youtube version of it that i saw only got taken down after like 12 hours mm-hmm. and i'm like if a trailer leaked they wouldn't have it they wouldn't leave it there for 12 hours and it wasn't like yeah it's just like why that's a really long time yeah. for like a high-end trailer yeah yeah so it feels like they wanted to leak it. Probably. So they did probably leaked it. But um, <laughs> then on Tuesday, the official the official thing came out. You have seen this, haven't mm-hmm. you? I have, yeah. Um, multiverse? <laughs> Question mark? Mm, uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> well, that's the, the, that's the thing. The big thing is like, oh, Andrew and Toby are coming back. Which, honestly, I hope that happens. Same. Because people listening to this, and you know how much I love Andrew Garfield. Oh, 100%. And, <laughs> and, and, and Toby Maguire, respectively. Mm. Both my childhood Spider-Man. 
Spider-Men? 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 Spider-Men's? I don't know. Mm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> both my childhood Spider-Man and, and I would love to see them back. A hundred percent. It would be really, really cool. And I, th- I think it would, uh, but I feel like, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not expecting a masterpiece from this movie. You know what, same. Because yeah. it's going to be fan service galore. And we know that from the trailer because we saw Alpha Molina, we saw the pumpkin bomb, maybe Sandman, definitely Electro, we got a bit of him there. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't actually see Jamie Foxx, but we know he's in it because he said he's in it. Yeah. Um, and I know it's going to be fan service galore. Mm-hmm. So I'm not expecting Spider-Verse or Spider-Man 2 levels of, you know, insane, like quality where it's like oh my god this script is genius and it's, true. it's such a masterpiece of cinema i'm not expecting that definitely not i'm expecting a really fun fan servicey spider-man movie that realistically in terms of the broader aspects of filmmaking won't be anything like won't be a master like insanely great that, yeah i think that's kind of cool though. yeah like yeah. It's, it's fun that we're getting it Oh no, 100%. Like, just to see the original Doc Ock back, like, yeah. you know, yeah. that's pretty cool. Big boy Alfred Molina. Um, great guy. But that was, yeah, no, that, that was a great note to um, end the trailer on. And, uh, and um, people have been speculating. Uh, apparently, somebody said, somebody who claimed to have insider information, dun, dun. <laughs> um, who said that the second trailer is going to end with a money shot of Toby, Andrew, and Tom together. I, that would break, like, that would literally destroy That the would internet. destroy, this trailer broke the <laughs> internet. This trailer is going to destroy the internet forever. Ooh. Ooh. Sorry, my dog's being a dog. The dog is being a dog. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Anyway. We could just leave that in. <laughs> we'll just, we should definitely leave that in. Um, anyway, so, um, this trailer apparently was the most watched trailer in 24 hours. That's cool. Um, oh, like, cause dog's being a dog again. This was scratching the carpet. We should leave this all in. We will. Le- we'll leave this all this in. Is, this is all staying. I don't know if, if if even the mic's picking this up. <laughs> It'd be so awkward. Yeah, if you just, just hear like. It. Oh god, people are going to think the podcast is frozen. There we go. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, most viewed trailer in twenty four hours. That's which is insane. Cool. Higher than higher views than Endgame. Oh, she's tired again. <laughs> I'll oh, just keep on talking. Yeah, okay. Higher amount of views than the Endgame trailer got in 24 hours. That's really good. Yeah. But I think for Spider-Man, that's pretty amazing. Um, yeah. In terms of box office, because there's been a lot of, like, uh, yeah, this is, again, kind of news uh, that I forgot to put in the list, but it's just come back to me. Uh, with, the, with the Suicide Squad uh, getting released recently, mm. there's been loads of talk about that getting really low box office numbers, and everybody's like, oh my god, nobody cares about it. And I'm like, <laughs> well, you know, they released it, you know, first day on HBO Max for free mm-hmm. in America. Yeah. So, of course, if people have the option to watch it for free or pay to go to the cinema... Yeah, they're not going to pay to Not a very good business decision, either. <laughs> That's true. Um, uh, we're going to talk about Suicide Squad in a bit. But, like, yeah, in terms of box office, like, uh, people are like, oh, my God, this Spider-Man movie is going to make a ton of money. With the current COVID climate, I don't think this is going to make a billion dollars. Definitely not. Because he no. said, if it's free on HBO Max uh, already... Well, no, this this one won't be on just I don't know if if this is going to be released on Disney Plus because this is Sony and stuff but they have been doing that with the Marvel movies where they've been releasing them on Disney Plus for an additional fee. Oh, they, so like a little premium kind of Yeah, thing. actually they didn't do it with Shang-Chi. 
actually. That's so coming yeah. later. <laughs> uh, coming, coming soon. Um, but like, stay tuned for the um, Shang-Chi review, um, which, you know, if you've seen the title of this podcast, you know it's going to take the, um, the most amount of time. Um, but yeah, hopefully it makes money. Uh, I don't know so. if it will get delayed. I'm not sure. Um, maybe, maybe. But not. we're drifting more into um, politics and yeah, into current COVID. world yeah. events. Um, <laughs> let, let's just, oh God! What? 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 What's COVID? Who cares about that? <laughs> yeah, just take a little <laughs> yeah. swerve past that. Anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, Spider-Man trailer. I am incredibly excited. Same. But again, I'm not expecting a masterpiece. Why? Yeah. Just yeah. I no. just wanted to clarify. Yeah. No, I, I, I want to clarify that I am still insanely hyped. So. Oh no, Sam. But the hype's there. But. Is it going to be Spider-Verse? Definitely not. No, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> anyway, uh, so now it's time for mini-reviews. Yay. <laughs> anyway, so um, Suicide Squad uh, came out recently. Um, I saw it. Honestly, the more I think about this movie, the more I adore it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the new one, I want to clarify. The Suicide Squad, not yeah, Suicide Squad. The actual one. Yeah, yeah. The, the good one. Um, <laughs> honestly, Masterpiece. And I've talked to you about this. You haven't seen it. I haven't seen it yet. No. Um, you should see it. <laughs> I, I uh, need to see it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, it, again, this is one that's been out for a while, but like, I, it, the more I think about it, the more I love it. Like, this has seeped into like my top 10 favorite movies of all time. That's pretty Definitely amazing. one of the most well-made, well-crafted comic book movies I've ever seen. Editing really stood out. And I know a lot of people don't come out of a movie and think, oh, wow, the editing was really good. <laughs> but I did. And I feel like if a movie can do that, um, then it's, it must be good. Well, it's an important part of the film. Yeah, no. Even no, if you don't pick up on it. I mean, uh, speaking of editing, uh, we, we I actually, we watched the original Suicide Squad. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> uh, that, on the other hand, uh, we, we all know the new ones are, we, we all know the new ones great. So we're just going to like, you know, quickly, yeah. I did a review for it on my YouTube channel, uh, on the doll, just so you can go check that out for my full thoughts. But short, it was great. Masterpiece. Um, and just, yeah, it's a masterpiece. Just casually. <laughs> just a casual masterpiece. Yeah. Um, <laughs> get loads of those. There we go. Um, so the original Suicide Squad. Yeah. What did, what, 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 what did you think about it, Jack? <laughs> I, I don't even just leave know. It. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just, that, that sums it up, you know. I just think, how did a movie like this get made? That's that's a good question. I think uh, very rarely do I like watch a film and I'm like, there's no there's no good there's in no this. redeeming quality. And like nothing about this this is brutal, but nothing about the film was good to me. No. But, like some of the music was okay. Some of the music was pretty good. Yeah, but that was you know, Stephen Prince, I think he did um I think he did um what did he do? He did a sci-fi movie that had pretty good music. I can't remember. Well, um, I'm not sure. He did Babe Driver as well, but uh, yeah. I, I think that was the only thing. But then again, good music can't say a bad movie. No. And it didn't. No. So it's just everything about it's bad. Like, oh my God. Performances are, are kind of dead. Yeah. The editing is just... But apparently like, it had lots of behind-the-scenes issues. And and this is actually quite relevant because people mm-hmm. are clamoring to release the Ayer cut. Uh, David Ayer, if you, in case you didn't know, my phone just turned off. The mic maybe picked that up. Um, <laughs> phone being a phone, dog being a dog. <laughs> wow. Um, that's, yeah. Um, great name for podcasts. Anyway, Question mark. it's just two hours. <laughs> anyway, just like do- um, dog noises. Dog and, noises and, and phones, phones turning off. off. Um, <laughs> but what was I saying? Oh, the air cut. The air yeah. cut, right? <laughs> it's just like, um, <laughs> we'll just leave that. Yeah, that's all staying. Um, the air cut, is, the fans have been clamoring to release the air cut. David Ayer was the director of Suicide Squad. And, um, even he's like, release the air cut, you know, <laughs> like, um, cause they did it with the Snyder Cut recently. Snyder Cut, 
I know you didn't say, but honestly, I loved it. Well, the bit you showed me with yeah, the Flash, that, yeah, that was great. That was great. Yeah. yeah. Um, I showed him the Flash scene. <laughs> Everybody's going to be like, oh my God, spoilers. And I'm like, oh, well, okay. Kind of, but not really. Um, it, that film's been out for a while. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I... But the thing is, th- th- and there have been script pages that have leaked. Um, <laughs> that Dave Dare has released himself, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could be wrong about that. Um, I've seen some of them. They're not the best. <laughs> and he's like, oh, we, fi- we shot this scene and it got taken out. And I read that scene, or like I read that page, <laughs> the goal leaked, and I was yeah. like... Hmm. You can kind of see why he got taken. Hmm. And, and I don't want to. I don't want to discredit the guy because he is genuinely a good filmmaker. Oh yeah, no shame. And there. um, and he's done some other work that like is genuinely really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do want to see it. Same. Yeah, I think it would be just interesting. Yeah. To see a film that had just such a whack production yeah. to see like what it maybe could have been yeah. with and a it, good direction. It would have been. It would have been cool. And and like you know, the Snyder Cut ended up being something really special. Exactly. And it ended up being great. So. I have no idea. Apparently, they cut a whole love story between Deadshot and Harley Quinn. Not sure how I feel about that. Yeah, I don't know um, how to process that. <laughs> um, not really a fan of that. But um, yeah, apparently that all got cut. Apparently, there's loads of stuff with the Joker that got cut. Um, maybe that's for good. Maybe that's for the best. Because be Jared Leto, oh dear God. Yeah, um, not a great joke. I know a lot of people are saying he's better in the Snyder Cut because he's in the Snyder Cut. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not. Um <laughs> In my opinion, yeah, anyway. Let's be brutally honest. Um, He's a good musician, not so great of an actor. Um, yeah. I'd like to see it. Same. Yeah. I just think just for, like, yeah. just to see what it Because I'm a completionist anyway, so, like... <laughs> no, I get it would be It'd be fun. And and you know what? It'd be, it'd be good for him, anyway. No, definitely. It doesn't matter how bad it would be. Like, so long as, like, he gets to tell the story that he wanted to tell, and he gets to show the movie uh, that he wanted to show. No, definitely. Then that's great. But yeah, so release the icon, man. Release the icon. <laughs> what if, so far, again, something that you haven't seen. I haven't seen, no. But from what I've heard, and then, ugh, that's mm. pretty, yeah. Pretty yeah, good. I think you just summed up my thoughts perfectly. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to like briefly go through episode by episode. Episode one was dreadful. Mm, was it the Captain Britain one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my, <laughs> no. It was so bad. Oh dear. It no. was atrocious. <laughs> and like terrible dialogue, terrible pacing. Um, I didn't care about anything that was going on because it was essentially like a soft remake of the first Avenger. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, if you could, if, like, this is a show that's like telling us, hey, limitless possibilities. Yeah. And but. it's like, and then I watched that first episode and I was like, well, not really. <laughs> no, it's kind of like Doctor Who, like we can go anywhere in the universe, but we're going to stay on Earth. Yeah, we're going to stay on Modern Day London. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, God, no shade to Doctor Who. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Sorry, Doctor um, Who. <laughs> But then uh, I heard people saying, hey, the second episode's better. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And I went into the second episode. I wiped the first episode clean. Because obviously mm-hmm. it's not a continuing story, as we know. Yeah. There have been some recurring elements which have made me go, oh. That's kind of um, cool. <laughs> I don't want this to be a long-spanning story, though. Because it's supposed to be just like, here's an episode that's random no, yeah. Like, yeah. I think it's kind of cool they maybe have like little motifs or whatever but mm. yeah I feel like if they try to like stitch it all together it'll just be like a weird just like hodgepodge of all these random yeah. different I mean it might be cool I mean I don't know well, I don't work at Marvel so <laughs> wish you could I wish yeah I know <laughs> um, I'd be like okay so listen Black Widow uh, maybe don't release that because it's bad anyway <laughs> um, <laughs> just um, oh yeah Black Widow was 
mediocre. Um, that's anyway, a, that's so, a mini mini yeah, review. Mini right? mini review. Black Widow is painfully mediocre. Um, so, <laughs> but yeah, the second episode was much better. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Um, it was the one with Chala and he becomes Star Lord. Uh, it was it was really good and I really enjoyed it. Um, dialogue was much better, much better paced. Uh, a, a different story. That's cool. I was like, please don't just be a rehash of Guardians, <laughs> and it wasn't. And it was really good. And and they mixed um they mixed like the Wakandan stuff with the space stuff, which was actually quite that's really, really interesting awesome. to see. Um, episode three, uh, and which is called "What If uh, the Earth Lost Its Mightiest Heroes?" Again, I'm not going to give any spoilers for "What If" in case anybody hasn't seen it. Um, that episode was good. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Um, and again, very engaging concept. Um, cool. but. Yeah, and and it was it was fun to see some things again. This is the this this is the episode that they showed least in the trailers. So I don't, I'm not gonna. There's not much I can say about it because yeah, like yeah. not a lot of not a lot has been yeah. released about. It. I mean, uh, yeah. So not in the marketing, in case anybody hasn't seen it yet, um, but I liked it. You know, right. it was good. It wasn't as good as the second episode, but I liked it. Cool, cool. And then the fourth episode, which I watched yesterday, mm-hmm. um, that was great. Is that the Spider-Man one? No, that's next week, I think. Oh, okay. um, well, but, is this the Doctor Strange one? Yeah, it is, yeah, yeah, with evil Doctor Strange. And it's it was really good. It, I have seen a little bit of that. Yeah. It does look really good. It cool. was really, really good. Like, and a very and, and again, like hearkening back to the comic books, very surprising ending. I won't spoil anything. Yeah, no spoilers. But very like hard-hitting ending that's cool and it was and it utilized its concept and it utilized this crazy comic booky world that they created which i'm like oh thank you i want more of this please <laughs> that would like, be just really in, cool. in the movies and in like just in general from marvel i'm like more of this please like <laughs> it just embrace the weirdness you know like why that's not really cool though. um we need more of that yeah and and it was it was really good i really liked it one thing i am going to say is that the episodes need to be longer that they're, they're only like half an hour i feel like if they were like 45 minutes great and and again they're showing us brand new worlds that we've never seen before and i'm like well if you want to take the time to do that build up this world and i feel like this no, is, yeah this is the only show so far where i'm like this deserves a 45 minute runtime no definitely yeah with falcon and soldier i was like 45 minutes was too long because those what the episodes were at 45 minutes mm-hmm. i think I, I can't remember um I, yeah it dragged on a bit but like this i'm like needs that kind of runtime so um i think the doctor strange one was a bit longer um but again not long enough that's my main criticism candy man Good film. Uh, yeah, re- uh, really good, actually. Uh, a lot better than I was expecting. Scripts needed work. Yeah, like dialogue-wise. Yeah, dialogue-wise, I, they relied too much on cliches sometimes. Fair enough. Which you could, there, there's an argument to be made there that's like, you know, harkening back to classic horror sensibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how far away I'm going to the mic. I keep <laughs> drifting back and forth, I'm so sorry. Um, but it was good. I really liked it. And again, I'm going to say what I told you yesterday. Mm. Um, was that when it finished, when credits hit, my screening was deathly silent. And I feel like that speaks volumes about how good the last 20 minutes are. Well, that speaks huge volumes. Yeah, no, the last 20 minutes is like really, really good stuff. Well, that's if, the, awesome. if the whole movie had been like that, mm. it would have been really, really brilliant. Yeah. As far as it stands, it's like a 7 out of 10 for me. Um, it's still pretty good though. yeah no it, it is good and I would recommend it is one of those films where I'm like go and see it mm-hmm. because even if I didn't like it mm-hmm. I'd encourage you to watch it because I think it's got it's it's very it's very it's trying to be a very poignant movie and I feel like it might hit differently 
to other people. I've seen a lot of varying reviews about it. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so I feel like it is a film. If anybody who's listening hasn't seen it, I say go and watch it. It's worth your time. If you're not, if you're not a fan of horror movies, I'm going to say it's not too scary. Well, that's good. Um, well, good thing if you don't like horror movies. Well, that's bad true. Thing if you don't, yeah. Like um, me, I'm not a big horror fan, so that wasn't really good. But there are some decent scares in there. Um, nothing that will like keep you up at night or anything. Yeah, give me nightmares or anything. Well, it's uh, kind of good or bad depending <laughs> yeah, on what sort of fence yeah. you're on. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was good. That's cool. Encouraged uh, people to go and watch it, actually because it was um, it was very good. Awesome. Um, then, uh, going back to old stuff now, Grand Budapest Hotel is one that you wanted to talk about. Yes, because I, I watched that one pretty recently and it is a great film. Yeah. And the thing is... It's Wes Anderson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just really good. And this the style is really, really nice. Mm. Um, and the colouring and the music. It's just a great yeah, film. I, I, yeah, yeah, when I watched it, I was like, it's got a really nice visual style. I know, definitely. Like, it's really distinctive. And I also like how they dealt with such a big cast so well. Yeah. Yeah, because I because on the front, like on the DVD, you know, they've got like the oh, picture yeah. of like everyone famous to ever live. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, because you're just worried it will just be like a cast pick of just like, yeah. here's Bill Murray, here's Ralph Fiennes, here's yeah. this guy, here's this guy. Um, but it actually, it completely worked. It balances the cast really well. Yeah, because yeah. I was worried about that. But no, yeah, the, the cast is great. And there's no moment where you're like, they're just trying to shove all the famous actors no, they could yeah. in like, it's really well balanced and it's a good film. I think the, the thing that I most that I most like about that film and Wes Anderson films in general is the deadpan nature oh, yeah, the of the characters. Yeah. And it's really, it's really engaging. And it's it's a very different style of humour. No, definitely. It's something I really get too often. Mm. But yeah, the some of the humour is just absolutely hilarious. Like, there's a there's a hilarious bit when like he goes to the main Ralph Fiennes character goes to prison and stuff. Yeah. And the way, <clears throat> sorry, the way they deal with the comedy in that is just really, really yeah. clever. Yeah, like the whole, like, just like, okay, yeah, whatever. Like yeah. the whole deadpanness is just great. It's brilliant. And uh, one thing I really like about that film is that they have different aspect ratios for different time periods. Mm-hmm. Which is really clever. Yeah. yeah. And again, there's somebody who's, um, I love aspect ratios. <laughs> it's a weird thing to be obsessed with, but I am. <laughs> um, Fair enough. But I, you know what? I, I like when movies experiment with, the, with their aspect ratios and I don't like it when they just, you know, kind of take it for granted because it is important. It's very know? important. And, and like, um, I had this discussion with somebody else and like, it's not something that like a casual audience member would notice, but it's something that I notice, you know, <laughs> like something that I care well, about. I think, I think in the Grand Budapest Hotel that it really works to like, mm. did, cause it's kind of got a lot of flashbacky elements. Yeah. It so, works to separate that from, cause there's a lot going on. No, definitely. And yeah. like, this isn't a spoiler, but at the beginning, like most of the thing is being told as a story. Yeah. From someone's perspective. From perspective of a, of a perspective of a perspective. I can't say it. Yeah. Well, there's a lot yeah. going on. There's, yeah. There's, um, <laughs> it's like perspectiveception. Yeah. Um, but, but I think, cause again, you could kind of worry that that could just get confusing, like Inception. Yeah. But yeah, the different aspect ratios just really help watching mm. it because you just narratively know where you are. Yeah. Like even if you don't pick up pick up on it, you're like, oh well, this is like four by three, so they're yeah. in this time period, and this is ultra wide, so they're in this period, and it, it really helps. Yeah. It's a good film. It is a good film. Um, yeah. uh, Jurassic Park. Yes. yes. Uh, this is one that I watched for the first time. Again, something that you said you grew up with no yeah, yeah. i, I kind of grew up with Jurassic park just yeah. the first one though i came to like the other ones a lot later oh okay yeah but no definitely the first one i wish it was like seven or eight okay i just moved my chair forward for, for, for people listening <laughs> um yes so i watched uh the first two Jurassic parks for the very first time i've never seen any of them mm-hmm. um and i was like you know what? i kind of need to watch them <laughs> um yeah. i watched the first one uh, and again, this is coming from somebody who did not grow up on them, mm-hmm. who does not have 
a big affiliation for Steven Spielberg. I liked it. I liked the first one. I feel like it's a bit overrated, maybe? I can kind of see that. because I'm going to murder like... me after this. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> but I feel like that... I kind of get what you're saying, because mm. I feel like... 95% is like the nostalgia. And, yeah, and yeah, nostalgia yeah. plays into anything. And I can admit that, like, with, with Series 5 of Doctor Who... No, yeah, I have the same thing with, like, Matt Smith yeah, here. And, like, yeah, as much as, I, as much as I love that, and I think it's a really great television, mm-hmm. nost- I'm, I'm not afraid to admit, nostalgia does play into that. No, definitely. So, you know, um, mm-hmm. and, yeah, so... You know, and, and stuff like Iron Man 2, which a lot of people are like, same oh God, man. I hate Iron Man 2. <laughs> I love it because I saw it as a child. No, uh, so, uh, so uh, I don't know. Um, and I know Jurassic Park was a good film. I really liked it. Oh yeah, it. I'm not saying it's a bad film. It's an amazing mm. movie. The, the, the parts that I liked most about it were the parts where they were just talking about the science of the dinosaurs. That was mm. the most intriguing part for me. I wasn't yeah. too big on the whole uh, spectacle thing. I really appreciated it when it was there. And the visual effects are very impressive for 1990. One, I would say. I think so definitely 90s. Yeah, yeah, and um they are really impressive. And I've heard a lot of people go, oh, that looks you know, looks crap, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> but you you kind of need to and I and I feel like I'm more accustomed to this because I watch classic Doctor Who and there's <laughs> yeah. a lot of like really bad special effects in that, but it doesn't take me out of it at all. Like the, the sacred cloth wall. Yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. cloth wall in the TARDIS. <laughs> um but yeah, and it doesn't take me out of it at all because I'm more focused on the script and at the I end know. of the day. And if and if it's you know, it's got, got Good acting, good cinematography, good script. I'm there. I don't really care about, you know, how good the visual effects are. That's true. If it's a more recent movie, like if it was a Marvel movie and they've got like this unlimited budget and it's yeah. like, oh my God, you know, Brie Larson's face looks really CGI there or something, <laughs> then I am going to call them out on it because well, it is, you know, 2021. So, you know. Um, but yeah, Jurassic Park, the first one, I did quite enjoy it at the end of the it's day. It's a good film. Might be a bit too long. I, I can know. kind of get that because even as because as a kid, yeah. like I kind of I I really loved it but when they got to the last bit, like the power outage. I did yeah. kind of lose interest a little mm. bit when um was it like Derek or something the computer programmer uh, yes. Samuel Jackson yeah. yeah like at the end when he's going to like sort the power outage, it's really good and the ending's strong but there's there's a few little moments in that rain thing where I was kind of like oh where's mm. the dinosaurs gone? <laughs> yeah, I I think what Spielberg does really really well is that he is a master of tension. Oh, yeah, the tension dress part is amazing. It, it really, really tense and really, really engaging stuff where, like, um, they're climbing over the electric fence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really, really good scene. Or the, bit, the, the classic bit with the, the T-Rex. Yeah. Some great it, it stuff. Really, yeah, no, really, really good uh, tension. And again, that kind of follows over into the second one, which we'll just transition to. Um, now, The Lost World Jurassic Park. I watched this, like, a few days later... My goodness. Wait, it, is this the one with the beach in the beginning? Where like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really dull. Yeah, it's, it's really, really dull. It's a bad film. It, yeah. yeah. Jurassic Park 2 and 3 are just famously shit. I was, I was on my phone for most of it. <laughs> I didn't even know what was going on at points because I was like, oh, what? You know, no, yeah, no. It's, I don't care. it's a very boring movie. Mm. And the things it tries to develop on just no. get lost. It's like, because it's only... um. Jeff Goblin. Yeah, yeah, which and is kind of a weird choice. Yeah. Because you'd think... I like again, the other actors maybe didn't want to do it. <laughs> literally. <laughs> because, yeah, you kind of think that they'd at least carry over... I can't remember his name, but like the lead archaeologist... Two lead archaeologists in the original. Uh, yeah. Oh, what's happening? Is it still going? Yeah, no, that's true. 
No, yeah, the two, okay, it, it's just, fine. Yeah, the two like main lead archaeologists. You think you carry them over into a second film? Yeah, because they're like they the, the, main the main two characters. Yeah, but but no, no, it's weird. They're just not there. Uh, yeah, there is a third one though, aren't they? I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very strange. I haven't seen the third one, and I haven't yeah. seen Jurassic World either. Um, but oh my goodness, it's dull. Yeah, it it's, really it's dull and boring. The, the only good scene was a bit with a car. I don't know if you was that on the side of the it's on the side of the cliff. Yeah, and they're like. You know, they're trying not to fall down. No, that was really cool. That's kind of a, a little Italian job moment. Yeah, re- really, really good scene. Mm. But again, it went on for ages. Yeah, I just feel like it just lost its way because, mm. like, the first film was really good and everyone was like, oh, we want this, like, two more times. And yeah. Spielberg was like, uh... It's, yeah, yeah and, and, I, and I did kind of look into it and, I, and apparently Spielberg was um, very disappointed with the result of it because he directed it. And I was like... Yeah, I which is very surprising. I didn't know he directed it. Nor did I. I was watching it, I was like... And I looked it up. I was like, oh, shit. Spielberg directed this. <laughs> Which is weird. No, yeah. and, and it, it's not good. Like, it's really not a good and film. And the characters are dull and the script is misguided. And it's like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, you can see why I wasn't happy with it. Because it, it, it just yeah. didn't pay off on what but everyone wanted. <laughs> the thing is, there's nothing especially, like, overly bad with it. But That's there's true. nothing especially great either. Mm-hmm. And it, you're kind of in that middle ground where it's just boring yeah and if it, if it's boring then you fail that's true like it's not good enough to enjoy it's not bad enough to laugh at yeah exactly you've just yeah. summed it up right there <laughs> um last thing we're going to talk about the jumanji movies all of them every uh, single one there's only three so yeah <laughs> i think um no yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, i watched the old one for the first time i'd seen williams first, yeah so. i'd seen welcome to the jungle before hadn't seen the next level uh because that only came out a few years ago uh so i watched those two. Oh my god i love them the first one the no 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 the the, the new ones oh sorry the new ones oh they're, yeah they're great they are phenomenal i really really like them and i think yeah. again like underrated cool. as well i don't hear a lot of people talking about no yeah them. very yeah. underrated because and I feel like what they do so well is one thing is they actually do video game movies right. Because mm-hmm. I was yeah. saying this before we started recording, like there's so many bad examples of like games they've tried to make into movies, mm-hmm. like the night Super Mario Bros. movies, like all the Resident Evil movies. Um, they even tried to make a D&D movie once. Really? I actually think I have that on DVD. Yeah. Oh yeah, my yeah. god. It's dreadful. <laughs> and like just a mini mini review time. There's so much wrong with it because you're like D and D's a game based on imagination. Yeah, and instantly trying to fix that to a medium that's just a straight story yeah. is an instant failure. Anyway, yeah. but like my point is, very rarely does a movie do video games right. Like, mm. does it do it properly? And yeah. I feel like Jumanji really did it well. Yeah, and I, I also feel like that was a really cool twist to the board game thing. Because I was yeah. going into it thinking, oh, it's just going to be the original, but just without Robin Williams. And the video game. Yeah, and yeah. the video game. But they actually, the way they dealt with that as well was really, really clever. I remember, I, even I was sceptical mm-hmm. when they brought out that first trailer for the 2017 one. I, and again, that's somebody who hasn't even seen the original. <laughs> and I was like, mm, I don't know if it could work. Yeah, I wasn't it sure. really works. Oh, it's a great It really, really works. And it's carried by, you know, four fantastically performances. Mm-hmm. And in the second one, five great lead performances. Um, the, have you seen the next level? Is that the one with Danny DeVito? Yeah. Yes. yes. I did see that. Um, <laughs> I have. Because they add a new cast member and she was actually in Shang-Chi. That's cool. And uh, which the ultimate like, When we were watching Shang-Chi yesterday, I was like, I recognise this person. <laughs> 
And it's 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 the person from the Jumanji the next level. And she's she's really good. Oh, she's great. She's because she turns into Danny DeVito at one point. Yeah. And she yeah, it's very and they're all great. And they're all really underrated talents, especially Jack Black, man. No, literally, I mean him him playing um Karen Gillan's character in no, the no, first film. Is that the one? No, it's like the teenage girl. Bethany, yeah. Bethany, yes. that's yeah. Him playing Bethany in the the first film is just like amazing. It's phenomenal. It's yeah. a brilliant performance. Because the thing is, yeah. most times when people have tried to do that, like that Freaky Friday idea, yeah. it's always failed. But no. he actually did it so well. Mm. Yeah, it's, yeah. And it's really, it's really good. Performance. And I feel like he is such an like Jack Black's great. He's you know? amazing. He's, he's just he's just great. He's, he's just, just great. he's such yeah. an entertaining presence. And like, <laughs> and I feel like again. The second one, I would say the second one, third one, the next level, um, the 2019 one, I was like, there's just going to be the 2017 one again. I watched yeah. it. They switch it up. And I'm like, oh my God, it's not that hard, Marvel, to switch up the formula. <laughs> like, just, and like, it's just like, I was like, how did they switch up the formula and do it so well? Mm-hmm. And like, there's some things that are the same, but like, they switch it up enough to keep it really fresh and still really engaging. I don't think it's as good as the 2017 one, mm-hmm. but it's still incredibly fun. Oh yeah, it's still a great film. So you can imagine going into the <laughs> 90s one for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> that I was gonna like it. And I did. Well, fair enough. Kind of. Uh, yeah, so I just want to clarify. I had, I don't think I'd ever seen the 90s one. I, my, apparently, according to my mother, I saw it when I was very young, but I don't remember, I, I didn't remember a single thing about it because I was very young. Um, so I was like, okay, I'll watch it. Um, because I've basically never seen it, I guess. Um, it was good. Yeah, it's one of those films where I'm kind of like, uh, I'm kind yeah. of like a met on it because like Rob Williams is great in it. Yeah, but Rob Williams is great. Yeah, he's in great in everything, yeah. so that's a given. But like, I feel like, I don't know. I I feel like if you're gonna go from the new ones to the old one, it's just way too it jarring. Is a big jump in quality. The new, yeah, yeah. I, I never thought I'd say this, but the new ones are better. No, yeah, I definitely think they are. They're no so much better. Jumanji, but yeah, <laughs> they're so much better. No, definitely. The original, I feel like, is carried by like whereas the strength with the new ones is that it's carried by really great performances. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the wrong hands, it could have fallen flat on its face. Definitely, it's like lightning in a bottle. And they did it twice, and <laughs> it's great. And but the old one is carried by really dull performances. Definitely, all the characters are flat. Mm. They've all got dead parents for some reason. <laughs> yeah, and it's, apparently, and I feel like the problem with it is that Jumanji, Jumanji is not a a premise that fits horror and the no original and I know yeah it's like oh the original is horror and it's like oh but it's the original so surely it's meant to be horror mm. but I'm like I'm watching it I'm like I'm not really having fun with it so much as I am being scared by it not scared by it so oh, much yeah. as like it's kind of got like this goosebumpsy vibe to no, it definitely kind of like how all the characters are yeah. being like let out kind of into but the it's, world and it's cool like mm. that and it, but it's it's and there's a few plot holes as well yeah, the like they need they need great. to finish the game for very flimsy reasons. Yeah, and the the pacing is the not pacing's great. No, no, because yeah, yeah. I remember in the in the first half of the movie. It's really, yeah, it's a really dull first half. Yeah, and it's just the way it goes from like them playing. Oh, spoilers if you haven't seen it. Yeah, but I'm sure. Spoilers it, for the 1995 Jumanji. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like uh, right at the beginning of the movie, they're like playing the Jumanji set and like Jumanji, Jumanji. I don't know. I don't know. They're playing That'd the be. game. Yeah, and um, <laughs> like. 
you know, Robin Williams, like, as kids character, well, like him as a kid in the movie, yeah. he gets, like, sucked into the game and, like, everyone's, like, screaming, there's bats mm. everywhere. And then, like, boom, it's, like, right to, like, just serious for, like, 40 yeah. minutes. And it's just such whiplash. It's a bit, like, yeah. it's, it's weirdly miserable for those first 20 minutes. No, literally. And the thing is, really, you're just waiting for Robin Williams to show back up yeah. again. Because you know he's coming, like, okay... He he's gonna be in the movie. Mm. He's on the front cover next to that Rhino. Yeah, he's gonna be in it, and you're just waiting for it. Yeah. And it's just so boring because, as he said, yeah. the characters that aren't him, or even his character, isn't written very well. No, and he's yeah. doing his best. Yeah, he's really trying to make yeah. it a great performance. But but the writing's just the writing. Very dull. The writing's letting him down a 100%. lot. And they're all very just dull characters and yeah. I didn't care about any of them no same again good tension but there's, oh, no, there's the moment where he gets trapped in the floor and that's really great mm-hmm. um, but that again that's like at the end of the movie no literally and that's another thing I feel like all like the things you'd come to Jumanji for yeah like as you said that kind of goosebumps like all the characters mm-hmm. escaping and like the dread comes so late in the no. film you're just done with it like literally I remember watching for the first time and by the point I don't know when the action starts, but I, I just remember like that bit when they're in the attic with the spiders. Yeah. Yeah. And like the, you know, like the, um, the rhinos in the supermarket and everything mm. and the, you know, the hunter and whatever. That's good. That's I, like, really I like the supermarket good, bit. Yeah. yeah. That's a good scene, but I mm. feel like it just comes so late. You're yeah. Like, and, you, oh, and then it, and then it's know. over. No, literally. Yeah. Cause I was just getting into it. It said from that rhino scene, I was like, Oh, this is picking up. Yeah. And then it's like, dun dun, the end. It's over. And I'm like, Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. Um, yeah, and the thing is, yeah. as you were saying about visual effects as well, again, not usually something I'd be too bothered about in old films, but because the writing is so bad, you kind of want the effects to be good. Yeah. And they're, 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 they're good. I like, I like that there's a lot of practical stuff. But then again, there's a lot of CGI. Like the CGI monkeys, yeah, they're noticeable CGI. Yeah. And, but it's one of those things that, like, again, I can kind of look past. And it's like, mm-hmm. I could forgive it if the script was any That's good. what I'm saying. It's yeah. like the writing's just not there. And again, I... I I've I've gotten the words to say because like but because I I was trying to put it into words earlier but I really weirdly couldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, the new ones utilize the premise better, definitely because the premise is something that directly invites adventure 100%. and like fun escapades, mm-hmm. and the new ones deliver on that hundred percent. And then the first one takes this like miserable goosebumpsy horror movie vibe and I'm not a fan of goosebumps anyway I like the first movie yeah. but I think the second one fell short mini mini that's a mini mini review right <laughs> the, the, but the TV show as well like I was never really a big fan of it anyway and it kind of like with, with Doctor Who say like there's there's horror and there's like really creepy atmospheres and moments mm. but uh, the the but again it is about adventure and the characters are all very charismatic mm-hmm. Dis- apart yeah. from Jim Mills. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Jim. But like, again, like with the 70s stuff, I was watching Terror of the Autons the other week. Good episode. That is a, yeah, it's a really good story. And um, there are some moments that I imagine to a child in the 70s would have been terrifying. Oh, no, that's... Just like with the flower shooting plastic at people's faces. Mm. That's scary stuff. And the doctor gets like tangled up in the phone wires. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he gets like strangled by these phone wires. It's spooky stuff. Yeah, yeah. but again... You've got really like fun performances, and it's funny. You know, like John Pertwee is funny. No, he's really and, good. Yeah, and and Casey Manning is really is really really fun to watch, and they're all great. You know, characters. No, definitely. And the presences, you know, like they they've all got like a great screen presence. Mm-hmm. But with with Jumanji, it's like yeah, it's got this horror goosebumpsy vibe to it. Um, but there's no sense. But like, it's like where's that sense of adventure? Where are these? 
charismatic characters. It would be fine if the characters weren't miserable as fuck because they are. <laughs> That's true. They're all just miserable. And they're like, oh, yes. oh, Especially hate like the mom and the kids. They're oh, kind of God, like, oh. yeah. And they're just miserable. It's a, it's a completely <laughs> fair point because for something that's supposed to be an adventure game, yeah. the adventuring doesn't happen no. very often. And even at the start of the film, when, well, not the start of the film, but when you first see Ron Williams and he's like mm. describing what it's like in the game, the thing he describes is so cool, but you never get to no, see it. No, and that, yeah, it's yeah. like, it's like, I, I thought you, because going into it, I was like, oh, there's got to be a moment where they go into the game. Like, no, same. That's what I thought. When they, I first thought they never do. No, they literally. never go and into the game. And when he's like, oh, I was trapped in like loads of jungles and like yeah. tons of trees. I'm like, that sounds cool. Yeah, I'm like, that sounds amazing. And yeah. literally, when I first saw it. And I'll... they do that in the new ones. Like, the new ones is like directly, they go in the game. Well, literally, because you, know? you yeah. think they would, but like. And that's when I first saw it, like, all the way up to the end, I was like, they're going to go in the game. They're going to go in the game. That's how they're going to have to finish it. They're going to have to go in, yeah. get, like, the temple run idol, and then leave. But, like... Never go in. Nev- it never happens. No. No. Disappointing. Yeah, very Seriously. disappointing. How long have we been recording for? I have no idea. <laughs> now to get under the... Um, anyway, so now for the main topic. Shang-Chi time. Yeah, Shang-Chi. Sh- Sean-Chi. Oh, Sean? Sean. Sean. Shawnee boy. Shawnee boy. <laughs> I do like that. We won't spoil it. No. Well, uh, so I feel like we kind of have we'll to go, spoiler warning we'll, here because it kind of will happen. Okay. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll do a bit of no non-spoilers. Okay. We'll do a no-spoiler section and then, then a spoiler section. Yeah. Okay. So non-spoilers, what were your initial thoughts coming out of it? I really, really enjoyed it. Of course. I, I thought it, it was a, just a quick stretch. I'm just stretching my legs for people listening because <laughs> I've been sitting down for a long time. No, fair enough. You're just going to well. well, basically, I thought Shang-Chi was a great film. Um, I thought... It dealt with its characters really, really well. Like, I really liked Shang or Sean or whatever. Yeah. I really, really liked him. Mm. I love Kate. She was great. Yeah. Yeah, and all the other characters. And they dealt with their villains really, really well. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, and like, again, the tension was great. Great visual effects. Yeah. I just thought it was a brilliant movie. Again, yeah, on that note, like, yeah. Um. So, my thoughts, really, really fun time. Another... Good, solid Marvel flick. Definitely. I feel like could have done more with its premise, but they but they they clearly did a lot to shake up the formula, which I really appreciate because after a year of Marvel stuff so far, that where most of it has felt very meandering yeah. and very forgettable. Especially things like WandaVision, where it's kind of yeah. just there. Yeah. yeah. Um this was a brilliant like breath of fresh air no definitely and it was really like reinvigorated my love for the mcu and i did i said to you after the movie i was like it reminded me of all the reasons as to why i love the mcu in the first place. no same like especially like the end bit no spoilers yeah. <laughs> but like yeah there were some bits near the end that were just like wow like this is like yeah like, genuinely like jaw-dropping sequences definitely uh I, Great there were moments where i when oh shit in my head a lot no, definitely. <laughs> um yeah. you know like brilliant action the action phenomenal was action and mm. like great like martial arts sequences it's all mm. really great stuff um and again like i saw the trailer and like i can't remember his name the guy who plays shang chi i can't remember his name apologies but he's <laughs> yeah, no, great no he's an amazing actor yeah. the thing is i don't he's, know he's, what else he's been in no. up to this point but he should have been in a hell of a lot more oh, God, and yeah. hopefully he is and he's he's really charismatic as oh, well oh yeah he's great like yeah. he's he's funny but he can bring the serious yeah and he's, 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 yeah, he yeah. balances he strikes well, a balance between he's, he's kind of like an underdog in a way yeah kind he's, of he's kind of an underdog story which which I, I which I massively appreciated and he and he, he's, he does a really good job striking the balance between 
serious heroic stuff and you know good fun mcu comedic stuff yeah, yeah. whereas other characters i feel like haven't really struck that balance very well yeah and I when can't... they try to put in comedy with some of the stoic characters it doesn't work and when they try to put in seriousness with the funny characters it doesn't work yeah he struck the balance really well yeah i feel like he's probably one of the very few characters that can actually do both super yeah. well and he's, he's just a great actor and again like a lot of potential for other storytelling no definitely and, and like, i i, I want to see and and that's the thing we both agreed that like we want to see more of shang chi 100 like, and i yeah. want to see like sequels i want to <laughs> see him in other films <laughs> i want to see merch t-shirts it, it is one of those things where i'm like i can't wait to see him team up with the avengers it's gonna be great yeah yeah and and yeah and and i, I <laughs> we just shared a look. Um, people have seen the movie, but no, talk about it. Doesn't matter. Okay, we're doing the spoiler part of the okay, review. Yeah, you know what? Shang-Chi's good. Go watch it. It's a good film. Spoiler uh, bit section. slow in some parts. I thought we'll cover that in the spoiler section. Yeah, but just go just want to say it to people who, you know, who haven't seen it. On a uh, so uh spoilers for Shang-Chi. Um, uh if you haven't seen it, please. Um, leave and watch it because it's good that's true actually um, listen to the end of the podcast if like <laughs> if Men in Black wipe your brain and then watch the film then come back and re-listen perfect <laughs> um, so uh, I think the first th- I've got my notes here cool <laughs> right uh, that we're gonna uh, just talk about and so we're gonna talk no, about okay so action was spectacular great action yeah. I, I think the VFX is probably one like a very strong point in the movie oh yeah especially yeah. the end with the soul eaters the dragons yeah, yeah. and that, that like huge like Lovecraft tentacle yeah. boy yeah great action yeah and but, I, it could have gone to a place where it was like could have gone to the Aquaman territory where it was just I'm watching things punch each other no same yeah, but it worked I, it did and yeah. I was kind of worried it would go there because mm-hmm. like watching that sequence you're kind of like what's going on yeah you're like it's cool yeah it's it costs loads of money it looks awesome yeah. but what is actually happening I still don't know what's happening in that scene yeah. but with this like you could clearly tell what was happening yeah like it's concise no definitely and there was no moments where anyone was like where's Shang-Chi gone like yeah. you know where's his sister gone like where, where have they gone yeah. you could clearly tell what was happening yeah. who was hitting who it was just great action yeah and yeah. And, and um yeah the last action sequence was really great. It was uh, where they ride the dragon. I was like, shit, man, that's awesome. It was you know? really like, cool. It's really cool. And you don't expect it. No, either. and it's, it's good. And like, I saw the toys and the toys <laughs> do kind of spoil the dragon, which is kind of a shame. I would have liked to have gone in knowing nothing about the dragon because the dragon's not in the trailers. Also, yeah. just it's on the note of the trailers, I don't know if you saw the trailers for this movie. No. They completely spoiled the bit where he grabs the rings at the end. Do they? Yes. But that's like that's the payoff like, of the uh, film. And it's like, yeah. oh God. He, and I was watching it and I was like, I should be like, shit he's grabbing the and yeah, like yeah. the bit with his dad and there's that shot of him like holding the rings and they're both like trying to pull them yeah yeah, yeah. great shot in the trailer yeah. it's literally the thumbnail for the trailer Why, and it's on the poster <laughs> like I know there's that meme when people are like oh yeah if you've seen the trailer you've seen the movie like without the dialogue but that's yeah. pretty much it <laughs> and it's on the poster look I, I'm, I'm gonna put a picture of the poster oh god yeah you're right I didn't look. even notice that it's on the poster. <laughs> that like spoils the big reveal. Yeah, of the movie. and it's like, and it's supposed to be like, oh shit, he's using the rings. He's got the powers. Yeah, and like it's he's like, got them. Yeah, and it's supposed to be like this big moment. Trailer spoiler. And Thanks, it's a Mom. bit of a shame. <laughs> thing, I hadn't seen them, so it was a cool surprise for yeah. me. But yeah, not many people it, are going to have that same It felt like some, I don't know, if other people were going to agree where it's like, oh, well, it doesn't, it's not like a big moment in the movie. Mm. I disagree. I think it would have been a really, really cool, like, 
character moment. No, definitely. Actually, I'd argue that's the payoff. Because yeah, that bit near the end is, with yeah. his dad where he gives him the rings, yeah. I'd argue that's like the full circle. Because yeah. early on in the movie, he's like, show me you're worthy to have them if you want them. Mm. Um, when like he, they have the flashback of him as a kid. We'll get to flashbacks yeah. later. <laughs> but yeah, when he's a kid, he's like, show me you're worthy or whatever. Yeah. And like, it's like the payoff of his character. Like, you know, he doesn't give them to him, then he gives them to him. That's a nice American accent. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just, um, yeah. I've been practicing this very much. There you go. But like, I feel like it literally is his character arc. Yeah. Uh, not so much for Shang, but for his no, dad, definitely. For, yeah, for his dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I they, don't know. They showed that bit where he's grabbing the rings. They didn't show his dad giving the rings, but they showed that's just true. that bit of him grabbing. But, but I feel like that kind of hints like, it. Yeah, in, in the movie, that's like a really grandiose, there's that big sweeping shot of them both like the, the, with the blue and the orange coming together. It's great. And it's like... And especially when yes, there's a thing on yeah. the floor that like his mom did and his nan does yeah. and like... Oh yeah, kind of, no, with the with the foot thing, yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. the little kind of motif there. Yeah. I feel like it is a big moment, but yeah, you know. but they showed it in trailer. Anyway, yeah. but that was a great moment. It's a great. It's moment a really great. It didn't ruin it. Um, I've got here very different style, which was much appreciated. They did a lot to shake up the formula, and it worked, which I briefly mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. But yeah, very different style. Definitely, I really really liked it, and yeah, yeah I kind of loved how it wasn't like you know, it didn't follow the formula of like hero, va- villain. To defeat villain yeah, yeah. who do you barely know that's and true and then end yeah, like, like Schmo gets powers yeah. becomes superhero <laughs> kills villain yeah. the end that's true like no. it was really really good and it still kind of had that sensibility where like mm. he was being hated on for like being a valet driver and whatever like he still kind of had the underdog thing going on it was good. but it was a really nice switch yeah and, and, really, and really like good. there there haven't been a lot of like Oh, actually, now that I think about it, Ant Man was also kind of an underdog. Doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was it was it was a very refreshing tech, and it wasn't what I was expecting. I wasn't oh, no expecting way. it to be this underdog story. I was expecting like, and I wasn't expecting to like Shang Chi as much as I did as a character. Yeah, no, um, I wasn't either. But I did, and um, but yeah. So and yeah, and I, I, it was much appreciated with the star. Not a lot of connections to the wider MCU. I mean, there's that whole thing with Wong and Abomination yeah, yeah. and the end credit scene. That's true. Um, but apart from that, because usually with Marvel movies, Easter eggs all over the place and it's like, and they're constantly mentioning like, oh, the Avengers, the Avengers, yeah, the Avengers. Yeah, yeah. That's they mentioned Thanos once. It once or twice. Briefly. And then yeah. Wong shows up and then, yeah. But it wasn't like... It, uh, for, uh, for a while, I forgot that it was a Marvel movie. No, same. Which is like, what you need. No, definitely. Because yeah. it's, because that whole kind of the martial arts thing and yeah. the whole kind of like, the whole kind of like Asian twist on it is mm. something that Marvel just hasn't really done. Yeah. And that was really refreshing. Great, great world building. I well. love the world building. Yeah. Like the whole bit about Paolo, great. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And I really liked kind of how they, they kind of dealt with their kind of iconography as well. Kind of mm. how the dragon kept coming back for the thing. Yeah. Really clever. Because at the beginning, the Mandarin or whatever his name is. Well, they call it the, the well. That's true. That's a whole contentious that. point. They, they make a point to not call him the Mandarin. Which is very confusing. Often yeah. a tangent. Because like I feel like unless you like, you know, unless you really love superhero movies, you're not gonna catch that he's from Iron Man 3. No. It's I, not yeah. very clear because they don't mention Tony Stark, they don't mention Iron Man. No. He doesn't go. He kind they they mentioned Ben Kingsley kind of ben Kingsley shows up. Well, we'll talk about Ben Kingsley. Oh yeah, that's a whole different point. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So the yeah, sorry, getting back. <laughs> the iconography with the dragon is really really yeah. cool because at the beginning, like he's reading the book about Talon, and the dragon's there, yeah. and he gets the postcard mm. and all that kind of stuff. So I just think it's really clever. But I can imagine a lot of fan art 
including... Oh, no, definitely with the dragon. But the next point probably is the tone. Tone, Mm. very marvel Still very marvel-y, where there was, like, a lot of shoving in of humour in places. Definitely. Some parts it worked, some parts it didn't. Yeah, like, the bit where he's telling the... Like, he's telling, like, the the dramatic story on the plane, yeah, and then the the lady's like, oh, do you want vegetarian? Like, yeah. It's funny. But it's like, but it, it kind of ruined a dramatic moment. Yeah, it, yeah, because like, yeah, again, it's kind of, it's a very Marvel thing it's, to do. Yeah, because we're like with like Ragnarok and Iron Man. Everything. No, definitely to take like what's supposed to be a really serious moment and cut it in with like a, yeah. a kind of a silly joke. But I feel like it took away from it. Yeah. Because I feel is. like, especially a film like Chang Chi, it's so based on like emotion. That, yeah, there's emotion. a lot of like, emotional there's there's oh, an definitely. emotional core at the center of the movie which is his relationship with his dad and no, it's definitely like, and the death of his yeah. mom it's it's very powerful and i feel like they that's kind of the first time they present that point about his dad mm. and they just completely undermine it yeah, yeah. And, it, and it is a jo- and they and they bring it up later he's like i did kill that guy and it's like yeah. well that's the same story you were telling earlier and they undercut it with a joke so it's like yeah, yeah. so mm. I feel like it would be a lot more powerful if they showed that scene and then it like cut to black and there was like a yeah. knife cut sound effect or something like that mm. like they kind of implied they killed him mm. that could have been a nice ambiguous thing yeah yeah I just feel like the fact as you said that he kind of went oh I didn't kill him I couldn't do that and then like later he's like yep yeah, psych I did actually. kill him yeah it <laughs> kind of kept it ambiguous and it might work I feel like they could have because again I feel like not mentioning it kind of was like oh okay and then mentioning it so obviously kind of was like oh alright then also we never find out who the guy he was Killing exactly. Was. They kind of hint at it about being like the leader of the uh, like the yeah, Iron Gang, but, it, or but it's, it's not like anybody that we should care. Oh god, it's not clear at all. No. And another point on that, they don't for like the main point. I said the, the main emotional core of the movie is his relationship with his dad. Yeah, but arguably the the secondary one is the death of his mom. Yeah. it's like a big plot point. And I feel like that scene's really good as well. Oh, it's, that's again yeah. great scene. That's yeah. where he's looking through the window. Yeah. I thought that whole sequence where again off on a tangent, but yeah. when he's looking through the window and his mom, like his mom's killed, and then that bit where him and his dad are like in the the restaurant. Yeah, some great shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah, no, the, the yeah, it's great cinematography yeah. as well. Oh, no, like really, really interesting, like camera placements and camera movements. And everything. lots of long. Tracking shots, oh, um, which I think I wrote there. Oh, I know, some, I, yeah. There's some great cinematography, but I feel yeah. like that comes in the second half because there's that, no, there's that bit on the bus where there's that oh wait, no, shot you're right, with the sorry. yeah, but yeah. but I yeah, no, I do think it comes in the second half. No, there yeah. was there was some really bad cinematography as well. There's some really yeah. weird like at the start where his dad and his mum like fall in love, oh, and, they, and they just look at each other I, with literally. like, mm. you know, I fully laughed in the cinema. Yeah, when this no, you happened. did, yeah, because like yeah, there's this bit at the beginning where the Mandarin like trying to find Hello and he yeah. finds like the gatekeeper or whatever, and like she's there and they start fighting. And he does this like weird smolder look at yeah, it. Yeah, and it's like, like she's slow mo. Yeah, and the way it's again the use of slow mo in the film is. Oh yeah, no, the, yeah. There is a lot of like weird slow mo. Yeah, because like is, yeah. you gotta love a bit of slow mo explosion, mm. but when it's happening so much, and it, yeah, especially and again another thing. You know, the main emotional, another kind of emotional point in the movie is like the dad being like less murdery when he's with it. Yeah, you know, yeah. when he, he's together with his um, and like they're together. Yeah. And I feel like they didn't do that relationship justice. Again, really? Personally, I think it was quite well handled. I feel like it was well handled, but again, doesn't ruin the film at all because you said they handled it really well later on. But I feel like the setup of it was pretty weak because I feel like, again, it's not a rom com. They couldn't make it be like a proper kind of relationship as it would happen in real life. 
Um, you know, you can't really develop it because it's not its own movie. So I get they kind of had to kind of shove it in. Yeah. Yeah, oh, but, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that makes sense. But them just like looking at each other and then just straight up yeah. getting married. It's not the best use of visual storytelling. No. Because I've seen, I've seen visual storytelling done better. No, definitely. Yeah. And again, they could have at least had maybe like a two minute sequence where they're like, they like talked and they had something in common. Possibly. Or just something yeah. like that. You know, something that's just more than. Hey. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> no, 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 even yeah, yeah. just like little changes like that probably Literally. would have done done well to flesh it out more. Yeah, um, but again, didn't ruin the movie. No, didn't no, impact it at all. To be yeah. honest, because they handled the relationship so well in the the other parts. But just that initial kind of start of it, maybe a little weak. But again, doesn't really matter. Speaking they kind of had to throw it in. <laughs> speaking of the emotional core of the movie with him and his dad, uh, I was thinking about this earlier and remarkable restraint by Marvel to not shove in an, unle- an yeah, to not shove in an unnecessary love story definitely because there's that bit at the start with Katie's grandmother I want to say yeah when she's when, like when are you going to get when married? are you getting married yeah. and I was like oh god no please leave them as friends no literally and they're just friends and it's, it's I oh, thought that was god. absolutely great yeah, yeah. And, and I'm like thank God, because it's, it's one of the main critiques I have with The Rise of Skywalker, where they were just like, they shoved, they were just like, oh, have Ben and Ray kiss at the end. And I'm like, why? <laughs> like, just, why they, no, like. No, literally, because, yeah, I kind of hate their movies when, like, there's like the, either like the lead of yeah. female and they've, they've got like a guy psychic or the other way around. And then for some reason, they just get together. Yeah. It just seems really lazy. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah and it's kind of like a But they didn't point. do that here. Yeah. I love that. And, and I didn't, I, again, I didn't see them as romantic partners. And they did, re- they did a really good job to build up their friendship. Again, yeah. And he, it's a very, it's a very, and it's a very like human core of the movie. And Katie does well to ground it. And, um, no, definitely. Like, Katie's one of the characters that really kind of takes the insanity yeah. of the late portion of the movie. Yeah. Um, and, and she's really like, really grounds. Oh, God. Well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd argue she's kind of like the audience in the film. Yeah. She's the, yeah. She's, yeah. She's like, kind of the audience's way in. And no, she's great. Yeah. And I said, I think they deal with the relationship really, really well. Because I was like, oh, I don't want to get married or whatever. No. I don't want there to be a huge wedding scene. I, know, I, I was, yeah, no, yeah. I, I was really scared that that would happen. No, same. But they deal with it so well. Cause yeah. Because, yeah, again, some things that movies don't always get right. If they try and do like friendships like that, mm. maybe they don't always work. And you're like, oh, it kind of seems like they maybe should get together and they yeah. don't. But again, they kept it so great. Because you could tell they were great friends. Yeah. And like, but nothing ever more came of it. And that was great. And it was, re- again, really refreshing when and films usually kind of pull that trick off. Yeah, and it, it, it's, it's a problem that I have with Doctor Strange, which is a movie that I really like, but like they, they just, they have Christine in there who is the love interest of Doctor Strange, who's mm-hmm. barely in the movie. Yeah, I they, don't even know who she is. <laughs> no, and, and, and she's she's not mentioned ever again until What If, people who have seen What If. Um, but like, um, and that's cool and everything, but like, and I, I bought their relationship more in What If than I did in Doctor Strange. That's <laughs> uh, So, yeah. Doctor Strange is barely in it, and it's like, it's like, oh, we just need a love story. And I'm like, but why? Yeah, it doesn't you, matter. You don't. It, it has no impact on the plot whatsoever. Well, no, it's not like in the last sequence, he's like, oh, Christine, I'm doing this. No, it's, <laughs> he's just like, oh, Dormammu, I've come to bargain, and then he defeats Dormammu, and it's yeah. nothing to do with her. And she never shows up again. And it's like, why was she there? No, literally, because, yeah, again, I feel like a lot of films like that, they kind of just, like, throw them, like, a love interest yeah. in. And, yeah, most times it doesn't link to the plot. Like, no. if they had done it in Shang-Chi and, like, he got with Katie, there'd be no point. Because no. you'd be like, why? But yeah. thankfully they didn't, and the friendship's really great. It again, is, some yeah. great writing there. I remember seeing the trailer, and she's barely in the trailer, Katie. Which is sad, because yeah. I feel like she's probably... 
and she's well, a great she actress as well. She's, she's amazing. Jumanji, actress. like I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Um, and she's really good. She she was like she she made a very convincing Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. what more can you ask? For? Exactly. But I feel uh, like yeah. I yeah I feel like she's literally one of the main characters in Shang Chi because yeah. I'd say her and Shang are like. She's not like she's a psychic or anything. No. They're like equal main characters. Yeah. So I, uh, I feel like her not being in the trailer maybe is kind of underplaying a role in the film a little yeah, bit. Yeah. In the yeah. trailer, she's like in one scene. Correct me if I'm wrong. But, and it's like, it's like at the end of the trailer and it's like that jokey bit. And oh, she's yeah. like, oh, we make a good team or whatever. And I, I remember, <laughs> I remember seeing that in the trailer and thinking, oh God, she's going to be the most <laughs> annoying side character ever. And she no, wasn't. Literally. But that's the thing the yeah, trailer paints her as being an annoying, yeah. like, mill house to change. But she's we, not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was so scared that that was exactly, exactly my point. I was like, no, I was she, so scared that they were just going to have a be annoying sidekick. No, she, but she's not. No. She's absolutely great. I was like, she's going to ruin the tone of the film. She didn't. She really helped to ground it. And, and the film is, a, is quite a silly film anyway. And oh, they do definitely. kind of acknowledge that. Um, again, with the moments of humour that we talked about earlier. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like, the, yeah, just like tonally speaking, it was a bit misguided. Definitely. I thought the second half was a lot stronger tone-wise. Yeah. Because it kind More of... consistent. No, definitely. Because it kind like of... Katie came into her own and she was... Yeah, she did the thing with a bow and arrow, which no, was quite fun. Yeah. yeah. And also rip gun bow as well. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> That's true. Um... But yeah, so the second half definitely went better because, yeah. again, just tone-wise, as you say, because the first half, it was kind of trying to mash, like, Shang's, like, just, like, everyday life mm. with, like, all this kind of whack, crazy martial arts yeah. stuff. And then kind of throwing it together didn't really work. Mm. So then in the second half, when they're like, oh, well, this is how it actually is. Mm. Because they were trying to run with this point, I feel like that the dad was kind of crazy in a yeah. way. And, like, oh, you know, he's just crazy and, you know, his dead wife isn't actually there and kind of all stuff like that. It's still funny. <laughs> and all stuff like that. And um, yeah, in the first half, they kind of try and mash the martial arts with his day-to-day life. Yeah. Doesn't really work. No. I generally feel like if they... The first scene on the bus is good. The bus scene is the strongest point in the first, oh, yeah. the first half, definitely. And I really, again, I I actually kind of like the vlogger character. Oh yeah, yeah who like, like, shows up for that one scene. No, literally, because it was quite funny. It was very yeah. funny, because again, I feel like sometimes when films try and like throw in like relatable characters or whatever yeah. you want to call them, they don't usually work, but yeah. he was genuinely funny. Yeah. You were like, oh, well, they've put it in, you know, it's kind of relatable or whatever, and he's actually a funny character. Yeah. Like, you weren't like... You say he's a character. He's in that one scene. Well, he's a You're character. talking about the guy on the bus, right? The no, yeah, yeah, with the yeah, camera, yeah. yeah. Boy, this phone. Yeah. And, um, and he's live streaming the fight. <laughs> yeah. Which is going to review this fight live. Like, that's quite, that's a really funny. It's, that's really it's funny very funny. And the thing yeah. is, like, they deal with it really well. Because you usually need characters like that, kind of the comic relief kind mm-hmm. of guy, El Gal or whatever. They kind of just come off of being annoying. Mm-hmm. But he was genuinely funny. Yeah. And the thing is, again, he didn't take away from the tone of that scene. I, in I'm talking that about thing. this guy. He's <laughs> very important. He's very to the plot. I'm just saying, I feel like yeah. for something... But I get where you're coming from. No, yeah. yeah, I feel like for something a lot of films fail at, yeah. trying to have like the YouTuber character or the vlogger character, they usually fail, yeah. but they actually did it really well in this film. Yeah. And he's not just there for like a joke, he comes back as a plot point. Yeah. Because like, yeah. the video he filmed is how he finds his sister in the yeah. thing. Really clever. Because he's not just a throwaway, like he's actually I, I thought it would be just a throwaway joke. No, same. Yeah. But it's very clever. Can I just say, the, the, the first like... 10 minutes 15 minutes I wasn't feeling it no the whole bit when like this telling like the story yeah 
I don't Very know. exposition heavy. And that's that's one of the main things I want to talk about. Yeah, it gets yeah. bogged down in the plot. Definitely. And it gets too focused in the plot. And I'm like, I don't care about the plot. I care about the characters. And I'm like, yeah, of course there's going to be a plot there. But like, it, it, it dragged the movie to a halt, especially in the mm. middle when yeah, they definitely. arrive in the village and like... Oh, she like has the wood sculptures and she's like... Yeah, and she's just like telling him and it's like the most <laughs> boring way you can do... I still don't know what was happening because I was looking around... And I was, no, and I kind of zoned out for a minute, and then she was like, uh, "So yeah, your dad's gonna do this," and I was like, "Wait, his dad's gonna do what? What did I miss?" And <laughs> no, literally, like, yeah. it's very hard to follow. Yeah. And the thing is, I I don't mind exposition starts to films, no. but I thought they need to be sure. Yeah. And the thing is, like most of that, like a lot half of that film is just talking about the Mandarin, and it's just yeah. exposition, and most of it isn't necessary. No. Like that start bit where like he throws through like the huge army with the ten rings yes it does come back mm. kind of as a visual thing when they're like they're in the water maze yeah and like it goes through. but it's not important and they didn't need to spend so much time setting him up no they could have just like started maybe with their relationship or something like that possibly yeah, yeah and and maybe flesh that out more instead of exposition and then they kind of just could fill in that he's you know a spooky villain later just with some dialogue yeah yeah i really don't think they needed to do exposition yeah, parts that are a bit slow. Uh, nice visuals, you said. Uh, could have been better with a few tweaks. Definitely. I feel like there's... I feel like there's points where they really excelled. Like, they had a great villain. Yeah. Like, oh, God, yeah. No, we, we need to oh, talk so about... We didn't even talk about it, yeah. But he's great. He's an amazing yeah. villain. Because, as you said... It's kind of a shame that they killed him. It kind of is. Just, and it works for the character. Oh, yeah. But, but he's a really compelling character. Oh, no, definitely. Because I feel like something Marvel gets wrong is a lot villains. of the time is villains. Yeah. Because yeah, they usually just, like... Oh, my dad and my mom died. Yeah. I was cast out my planet, so I'm going to... Well, Tony Stark did this to me <laughs> years ago. So, so I'm going to kill everyone. Yeah. Just... But, like, with him, you could kind of identify with him as a character. You're like, yeah, oh... Yeah, it's like there's there's a nice relationship Yeah, there. you're like, oh, he's got problems and whatever. You know, that's and, how it goes. And I liked how Shang just didn't hate him immediately. No, definitely. And, it, and like, there was still, like, some love there. And it's like... That's a really nice little thing. Because it's not like Shang was like, oh, there's oh, a dog. Dog being a dog. Dog being a dog. Um, so <laughs> it wasn't just like, you know, Shang was like, oh, my dad did this and now I hate him forever. You know? <laughs> but, and it was like, there's, it was like, they've got a past. And it's like, Shang loved this man for no, years. And it's like, and they didn't just have him be like, oh, you know, here's a villain and I hate him. But it was like, oh no, but we have, you know, I still like, like he's, he's my dad at the end of the day and it's it's a really nice dynamic because they're not they're not father nice and son in the comics oh they're not no they're not and um well, I thought that was a really nice change yeah and it's a change that worked actually and it worked really well so no, that's good the dog is um dog is being, being dog. very needy <laughs> hello yes yeah well, anyway you know that, I didn't know they were not yeah. father I didn't know they weren't father and son in the comics if you had to give this movie a rating out of 10 what would it be? Six or seven, probably. Yeah. Because I know you said seven out of ten for yours. I agree. I think for me, yeah, no, it would be a seven out of ten as well. Definitely. Um, Really, really strong. Uh, one thing that I did want to say is that, like, if I had to compare it to another Marvel movie, mm -hmm. it'd be the first Thor. Because it was, again, it had a lot to offer with its characters and its storytelling and its world building. No, but it ultimately got bogged down in 
pacing issues and comedy that didn't really work. So they're very similar in that respect. That's definitely a fair comparison, yeah. 100%. And in my ranking, it is kind of, I think it's like the, um, like 15th place, <laughs> but that won't oh, mean much to anybody because there's so much MCU content these days. <laughs> yeah. Um, these days, um, but yeah, that's good. Good film. Good Go film. Watch Go watch Shang Chi. Uh, so yeah, that was the first episode of this podcast thing. Yeah. Hopefully, it was entertaining. Yeah. Hopefully, you enjoyed it. Um, like and wait, no, you can't like and subscribe a podcast, can you? On Spotify, you can like a podcast. Yeah. Please like it and do all the stuff. Yeah, all of it. Share it with your friends. Everyone. Share it with people you haven't even met. Like, you know when they have friends at school that you talk to once, but you never saw again? Share it with them. Specifically. As well as everyone else. Oh, okay then. I suppose. <laughs> Share it with everyone. With every single person on the planet. You've um, ever even had a slight interaction with. <laughs> so yeah, uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, I don't know when the next one will be. Nor do I. I think like every month or so. That's cool. Um... So yeah, yeah. Thanks for watching. Watching. <laughs> thanks oh, for God. watching with your ears. Oh, thanks for watching with your ears. That's, That's the thing be that we'll <laughs> Thanks for watching with your ears, uh, and we will both see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.